Carly, they've answered our prayers and they gave us a Watchmen episode that's easy to talk about. Huh. <laughs> episode six. What's that name of that title? Extraordinary something. I remember it was only two or three words. You got it. Nailed it. This is the sixth episode of Watchmen, and we're ranking every Watchmen episode as we watch Watchmen, and we're up to episode six. Has it stopped, Master? No, Miss Crookshanks. It's only just begun. There's, like, sounds of you, like... (laughs) Like... (laughs) It sounds like there's, like, an ant on your desk, and you're just kind of, like, rocking your finger back and forth on top of it. (laughs) It's just like yeah. <laughs> I was trying to resist jumping in there. Oh, during that ten-second gap in the podcast, what were <laughs> yeah. you gonna jump in and say, Car? Uh, just something like sure. Good. Um, <laughs> what did you think of this episode? Extraordinary men, extraordinary times. That's not it. Okay. Um. I really liked some parts of it and then really didn't like some other parts of it. Did you not like the hypno film projectors? That's exactly what I didn't like. Same. <laughs> Yay. Uh, this is unlike any of the other episodes we've seen so far in that it's good. And then black and white. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is a crazy episode. Yeah, honestly, it wasn't as crazy as I wanted it to be. Okay, I thought it was crazy from a filmmaking perspective and not so much anything else, really. Yeah, like, I, I guess, like, I'm fine with this level of crazy. I was kind of hoping it was just going to be, like, this wild trip of an hour sort of thing, which sure. isn't really what we got, but I understand why. I was pleasantly this feels more responsible. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, this could have gone so poorly. Uh, yeah. But... Going into this episode, I was like, you know what? We're due for a bad episode. And then I was pleasantly surprised that I didn't think this was a bad episode. No, it's really. definitely a good episode of TV. Like, I yeah. I think I can firmly say that. Set, set me up here, Car. Try to condense all of the stupid things that need to be in order for this episode to happen into a little Oh, intro. my God. I can't. That's not possible. The like, okay. number of things... The number of times that we're expected to suspend disbelief here and just, like, go along with it is incredible. Like, it's just (laughs) mind-blowing. And it's, yeah, that's kind of shameful, I think. Or maybe not, depending on, like, I wonder... These seem like the types of leaps that you have to make if you like superhero stuff. Is that fair? I was talking more about her swallowing the pills that are memory chip runoff, but yeah, I, I get you. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, but that's like yeah. one of the points where you have to suspend disbelief in multiple ways because she's also supposed to be like in a coma dying and the police are just like still kind of questioning her, even though it's possible this could lead to her death, I guess. She didn't sign the waiver. The waiver for what? I don't understand. You, We're talking about where she's in the jail cell, right? And she's like having yeah. the like, fight or flight eyes thing going on. And then right. the lady explains the history of the drug she just took for the viewer. <laughs> which sucks. Yeah, so like if someone in a jail cell is ODing, you yes. don't make them sign a waiver. 
Uh, yeah, you do, dude. Uh, Have you been to okay. Tulsa? <laughs> when I've OD'd in a jail cell, I sign no waiver. Uh, it is very st- stupid, yes. Uh, just forget the first five minutes of this episode happened, right? Like, all it's doing is jumping you in to crazy drug trip, black and white memory time. You know? Not quite, because uh, before that part, we get the American story, whatever. Yes, yes. Which I really, really, really liked. Yes. Yes. It's great. That has been great in every episode it showed up in. That whole this thing. one, I thought, especially really great, and then the payoff for it is excellent. And, yes. like, I was wondering if it was going to be that type of thing of... Like, how are they able to tie this in? Um, and they, I think, do it really, really effectively. Yes. And he says, cheese. That's good. Yeah. Um, I just, I'm hung up on her being like, you know what you took, right? Nostalgia, yeah, yeah, that yeah. drug that was outlawed. Blah, blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. But yeah, I would assume, I mean, she like holds a waiver <laughs> up to the prison cell and is like, you have to sign this, please. While she's like slipping into a death coma, it don't make a whole lot of sense. What was the waiver for? To pump her stomach. That doesn't make any sense. No, they have to pump the memories out of her stomach. She's got black and white in her tum tum. You see. (laughs) That really, yeah, that part sucked. Like it was the worst form of like exposition city. Exposition city. Um, yeah, that left a bad taste in my mouth. Did you like when her voice was all crazy? You're going to die. <laughs> uh, no, but I think okay. Regina King was really good at acting sure. like things were amiss. Yes. I will say that. Um, But let's move on from this part of the episode that doesn't matter and is terrible <laughs> and talk about the actual episode right yeah okay it's like a history of this character we've been introduced to um uh it's it's like how hmm once i realized it wasn't a drug trip and it was going to be this it was kind of exactly what i thought it would be yeah it's kind of formulaic in a way um but it has a really nice style to it i thought yeah, I was wondering what you thought about, like, A, black and white, B, um, certain elements of it being colorized. How does that The Schindler's does List that thing? Feel? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, the pale horse effect. <laughs> thank uh, you, thank you. Steven Spielberg's best. <laughs> um, memories aren't black and white. It's stupid. It's yeah. really stupid. Uh, right. It's like a Futurama joke. Um, and I can say that confidently because I am watching a lot of Futurama. Um, if they were like... Fry, the future's black and white. Everyone knows. They actually do do that joke. Never mind. It's stupid. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it also feels like the Harry Potter one. Um, oh, my what's God. What's that called? The Pensieve. He... Yeah, 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 yeah. It felt like that as well. I hate that crap. No. See, the Pensieve is stupid because the everything's always like shifting. Everybody's like drunk all the time. You know? The camera's always yeah. like tilting for no reason. I hate that crap. <laughs> camera was always tilting (laughs) (laughs) it's not what memory looks like but it also doesn't look like black and white so i don't know i appreciate that when it shows you a more recent memory it is also black and white if that had been in color this would have been the stupidest 
thing I've ever seen. I yeah, sure. Um, we invented color TV, and now your memories are in color. You're talking about at the end when it's a flashback to the hanging of yes. Judd. Yes, I agree. Yeah. If that had been in color, this would have been bad television. But yeah, here we are. Good television ish. Um, I do find it difficult to get on board with the selectively colorized thing. Oh, it just reminds time. me of like a person's Flickr Facebook account. photo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In yeah. like 2012 or something. Right, right. I just got this entry level DSLR and yeah. I made the flower green. Right. Yeah, it kind of sucks. Yeah, it does suck. It's not yeah. cool. No. Maybe it was cool in Pale Horse in 1993, but nowadays <laughs> it ain't bringing home the bacon. Um, nope. And it's never used impactfully either. Like it never, it always just feels like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> in fact, I think that the use of it, I, I mean, the primary use I think of is um, his mom playing the piano keeps popping up. Yeah. I feel like if that would have been in black and white, it would have been even better because then yes. it would have been kind of like creepy yes. and it would have been harder to tell yes. um, that she didn't like belong there the whole time. Um, yes. Yeah. I think that would have been much better. Yeah. Because that looks bad most of the time because it looks like yes. it's green screened in. In a way. Yes. Which sucks because a lot of this episode is very good looking, I think. Mm-hmm. I they, agree. They go for it, this like period piece thing, and they pull it off very, very well. I wonder if the black and white helps with that a lot. Like if there isn't oh, as much concern with like, yeah, because I was thinking about that when um, they're in his apartment and just like the fact that you can't tell what color the walls are and you can just see that they're kind of scuffed up. Yeah. Uh, probably helps their props department or whatever sure yeah we don't have to pay the boys they're doing a black and white episode (laughs) thank god (laughs) (laughs) we were going way over budget uh (laughs) do you like their exposition window where people keep looking through this window in the middle of their apartment and be like oh something's happening on the other side of the window yeah (laughs) it kind of sucks yeah yeah of course um but uh, not to just like pick this episode apart, but like I, I think it overall is very effective as like this uncompromising look at racism in the like the, it's terrible. This yeah. whole thing it is effective and affecting and accomplishes what it was trying to do. I think in a big way. Yeah, I went through the entire cycle during this episode of like at the beginning being really really concerned that this was going to be really exploitative or like just using um tragedies as plot points and not uh i think digging in enough which i feel like this season maybe has set us up to feel like that might happen like i don't think that's just me being extra suspicious but i feel like it delivered like not that i'm maybe the right person to make that call but it feels like plot lines were given the justice they deserved sure justice (laughs) yeah okay (laughs) uh yeah yeah i mean this how many episodes are in this season nine nine and this is one of nine yeah okay um it felt like they from like a, an overall storytelling perspective, I'm not angry that this episode is here in the show of nine episodes that has nothing to do with the rest of the show because it was 
uh, so effective and entertaining, I thought. And I think, I mean, it does help tie a lot of stuff together. Like, it does, I think, function in terms of the plot a lot, even if it doesn't help us answer uh, questions about, like, Shilon Musk that much, or all of the, or Game Lord, or any of those characters we love. I bet Shilon Musk is evil. (gasps) No! It's true. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't feel like I came out of this episode, though, understanding much more than I did other than that. It kind of points us at where this plot is going, and I'm not a big fan of where this plot is going. Uh, if they're teleporting in, if the plot becomes, uh, write this down. Mm -hmm. Do you have your little chalkboard? Yep. If the plot becomes... 7th Cavalry teleports in mind control flashing. (laughs) I'm going to be kind of upset with the show. Yeah. And though that may sound extremely stupid, all of the ingredients are in this episode that would point you towards that conclusion, which doesn't, I think, speak highly to the way this episode concludes. Yeah, the end of the episode battles with the beginning of this episode in terms of this sucks. <laughs> like, which yes. one sucks more? I don't know. They both suck. I think if this had ended with Angela jumping through the shop window and then them doing like, Angela, you need to wake up and like her blinking, that would have been fine. Because after that, it just spirals into complete nonsense, which I don't know, man. I do need, I would feel angry if I didn't see how the Judd stuff played out. The who? Judd. The what? (laughs) Okay. Who's Judd? (laughs) Wait, are you serious? Kind of. I'm not good with names. Is he the slimy? That's the police officer guy. Oh, okay. Okay. The evil one. I can't believe you forgot his name. I don't know names. We didn't know Angel's name until like episode five. Get (laughs) off my back. Sorry, I don't know this tertiary character in this one episode. I feel like Judd's name is like the only name I've known the whole time. Reeves. Um, (laughs) Dude, his, uh, his, uh, what? His lover? His partner? She was awesome. Oh, you're... Angela's grandma. Yes, okay. I thought you were talking about Judd's uh, partner, who is not in this episode. Um, I don't know who Judd is. Explain. The the, um, guy who grandpa hangs. Oh. Good lord. (laughs) Okay. I thought you were talking about old-timey evil cop guy. No, no. I was like, why do you you know that guy's name? That's odd. (laughs) No. Okay. No, no, okay. No, well, I'm no. on board. We're, uh, I, had, <laughs> yeah. I had coffee today two times, and I don't usually have any caffeine, and I'm like, Ooh. I think I'm slumping from that high. Yeah, I feel you. You crashed, brother. Yep. I had my second cup of coffee, and then I was in a jail cell, and the lady was like, you have to sign this. If and you would have signed the waiver, we could have pumped your stomach, but we couldn't. <laughs> but then we wouldn't get this award-winning hour of television. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I do agree with you about the wife of uh, the grandpa. Yes. 
yeah, she that character in general was really great. I liked her whole arc. I liked. I really liked the moment when, um, the man who ends up being, please help me, um, Judd. No. Game Lord. No. Doctor Watch. No. Ben Gibbard. The head of the superhero. Captain group. Metropolis. Yeah, when he comes to the apartment and he's like, "We have to talk business," and then she just like chills there. I yeah, like that she's a like, lot. "Oh, business." Hmm. Yeah, 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 I thought that was good. fun. Yeah, he's a scumball. Wow. Yeah, yeah, that was I think really that was devastating. That entire yeah. plot line. Yeah. Uh, and I I think that's what kind of delivered for me a lot was the arc of like, okay, so an organized way of. Um, combating the wrongs in the world won't work so i'll do this superhero thing sort of oh that also doesn't work well i guess i'm just gonna have to murder everyone. like that's <laughs> totally believable i yeah. get it yeah, yeah that totally pays off and just like the hypocrisy of that that captain guy and all that it was just like that was great yeah that was perfect uh there's a lot. And I felt of... so much less cheap than if the it had just been like, oh yeah, these guys can fight crime and it'll work out, and they align on everything. Right. That feels very unrealistic for the time, I would imagine. Absolutely. Just oh man, when he's just like keep wearing the makeup, that was just like, Oof. ouch. There. Yeah. Have you seen a show with gay sex in it before? Because I feel like we're getting it hot and heavy every episode, and I don't think I've ever seen a show that shows that before. Yeah, I definitely have. I feel like Ozark is the first mm. one that comes to mind. I will say it's most often, uh, it feels like you can say for each time you see it, that leads to like really bad things. Like, it, I don't think it's always great. Yeah. You know that these characters are going to essentially be punished in one way or another for <laughs> it, uh, yeah. which sucks. Yeah. yeah. And that rings true here. Yeah. Um, and an Ozark. Spoiler alert. Oh, geez. Is that the Breaking Bad spinoff? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Boy, when we do Breaking Bad, that's going to be crazy. No, we have to do Better Call Saul. Better Call Saul is the best. But I want to be like, Car, this is the one where the fridge falls on Jesse for the entire episode or whatever. Oh, that was awful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, Lord. Um... What do you think of all the camera tricks in this episode? Some I like more than others. I love um, him kind of getting, what is it, like pushed into the store window and then it like pauses on it changing to Regina King. Yes. And you stay there for, I, that was fantastic. That I was like totally gripped. I thought it was incredible. Okay. Um, yeah. You know what that is? Hmm. Callback City. Callback City. <laughs> Why that happens in the comic book? Uh, it starts with the comedian getting pushed out a window and it's all frozen and he's like... Oh, yeah, oh that's kind of cool. Did you enjoy that version of Callback City? I enjoy any version of Callback City. You made it sound like you did, like in the classroom scene in the no, first no. episode. No, okay. no, no. Check the tapes. Okay, rewind. Carly, I love it when Callback City. <laughs> and then you said... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Scene transition. Um, 
it's they do the thing where he, he turns into Angela and that's cool. They do it maybe too many times. So yeah, this was something I wanted to ask you about because my hope like once I realized what this was um or like how the episode was generally going to be handled, I kind of expected and still wish that it had been more Angela. Sure. Like I, I yeah. don't know that it could have been 100% Angela. But maybe like a 50-50 or something. I yeah. I, I, th- I just think that would have been really cool. I would have loved to see that character. Not even that character, but just, I guess, Regina King play out some of those scenes. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's kind of a bummer to me. That felt like a really cool opportunity that they didn't take up. You get a little bit more of that at the end. Yeah, which is I really, really liked. Like yeah. when she's the one at the tree with Judd. Yeah. Our favorite character, Judd. Oh, Judd, the cop. Yes. Okay. <laughs> the only cop in the show. No. <laughs> no, uh. I'm kidding. It makes it difficult to reference him. Um... <laughs> well, now I remember his name. Okay. Jeff. <laughs> um, yeah, I just, I thought that worked super well. And I, I feel like the reason maybe you can't just have it be Regina King is like if we're trying to have a plotline involving gay sex and it ends up being Regina King and a man. I was thinking uh, about that. Well. Yeah. That's all. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was thinking about that. Um, yeah, yeah, I think if that hadn't been a plotline, I would have said just have her do the whole thing. Yeah. Because wh- why else have, why even do it in the first place then? If only to remind the viewer that this is a memory, I guess, or to show off our cool camera tricks that we do. I think both of those things and <laughs> reinforce the idea that she's like fully experiencing all of this. I know, but it doesn't, that doesn't really add anything to it for me or something. I mean, as, as a viewer, I guess I just felt like they were showing me something like this was the creators, you know, going through this plot for the viewer uh having it switch so it's angela sometimes doesn't add anything to that for me i think it depends on how they follow this like if if that experience changes angela's worldview and like i guess plan in the upcoming episodes then it's worth it to me um and it makes more sense but if she just saw that and it's like oh now i know how my grandpa (laughs) ended up this way then yeah yeah, that sucks that would be a waste of time um It would have been cool if she was forced to reckon with a decision that her grandfather had to reckon with in the moment. Hmm. <laughs> I'm going too deep here. It's just like if she was an active participant in anything, yes. that would have been crazy. Yeah, if I think the part that I would have loved to see that is the Judd part. Yeah. Like if she got there and she had to, she had any input in terms of whether or not he is right. killed. I think that would have been incredible. I guess they really would be trapped into um, having her make the decision to kill him or else that kind of messes up like, I don't know, everything. Well, it doesn't have to, you know, it doesn't have to have any effect on anything. It could just be like that would be i think a good exit out of this whole memory situation would be to have her change that and then for it to go wrong in some other way or something like they could spin it off in a way where it would jolt her out of 
her coma type sure of thing. yeah um, i yeah i think like it that would have been really cool i do think they would have had to establish with audiences that like it didn't impact the real world somehow yeah, like I guess then I... they would have had to make that abundantly clear <laughs> yeah that goes too deep i guess um, yeah you're having to explain too many things speaking of explain things mm-hmm. it's really interesting to me that they can have a piece of text at the beginning of the episode that says if you have epilepsy don't watch this episode and then not bring it up again where what do you mean? If someone with epilepsy misses the first five seconds of this episode, mm. they're screwed. Yeah. Well, that's putting it bluntly, but you, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, it's not it's, it's not helpful bad. to someone with epilepsy to just put a little piece of text at the beginning. Yeah, that's really interesting. Is it in? I'm trying to remember on like the HBO page. Does it alert it? Oh, I don't know. I wonder because that feels like that would help as well. In case, like, like oftentimes I'll walk away when they're doing that previously on The Watchmen and, like, grab Excuse a me? glass of water or something. <laughs> How do you know what's going on? That's true. At least I know who Judd is. You have All to right. see her ask him who he is for the sixth time <laughs> and him say, I'm the man who put the cop on the tree. And then she says, no, you're not. Ugh. You can't miss that exchange again. That's true. I'm um, silly. I don't know how that all works, but I really don't think the strobe effect added anything to the episode. I think it looked bad. Yeah, and then it also like got me excited. Like I was like, oh, this is going to look really crazy. And then it just kind of didn't. Because um... all they do is cut to... Like, it doesn't even... It doesn't um, try to like recreate what that represents on the show. It just flashes and then you see some footage you've already seen from earlier in the episode. Like, that's not what that is even doing in the show, so I don't understand what the point of that is. Wait, I'm sorry. Which part are you referring to? Um. Well, he goes to the theater. Yeah. And then she starts talking about how there was, like, a light. And then it kind of, the show kind of cuts into that light to recreate that effect. But you don't... All that does is cut into something we've already seen. Like, it cuts to, like, a flashback for a second in, like, a trippy, like, uh, uh, subliminal messaging kind of way. But that's that's not what the people would have been seeing. Sure. Yeah. No, that's true. I think, like, I guess, I to clarify, I feel like the strobe effect they're referring to is when he... He being the grandpa is using the flashlight. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't yes. sure if we were like talking about different things. Um. Yeah. I mean, th- this is again where it all kind of falls apart, right? Should we just talk about how stupid this whole thing is? Or yeah. Yeah. Who do you think has done subliminal messaging better, Josie and the Pussy Cats? Josie. This episode of Watchmen. Josie. Agreed. Agreed of course. She takes off the the headphones, and then everybody in the audience takes them off, and then she puts them back on, and they all put them back on, and then she. Says, I love that. Whoa. I love that so much. <laughs> oh my god. And then they do the behind the music, and then Josie and the Pussycats is a great movie. Yeah, I just rewatched it like a month. Did you really? When it was yeah yeah, yeah it was it's like really you knew. Great. It was ridiculous. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yeah, this is not about that. Um, yeah, this stinks. And, like, I don't... It doesn't make any sense in a way that really annoys me. Like, if if what it takes to 
um, mind wash people is just a strobe light. Uh, <laughs> yeah. How does the world function? How no, is no. everyone not doing this to no, each other no, at no. all times? No, no, no. Um, yeah, if this was the show within a show where it's all dr- dramatized and goofy. Yeah. That would make sense. But that it's taking place in this like, you know, flashback that's supposed to be real. And yeah. like is like heart wrenching. And then he goes into the warehouse and he picks up a book off the table and it says like how to mesmerize people. And then he puts two and two together and he's like, wait, they're mesmerizing people. And then they're mesmerizing people. That sucks. Yeah. Is this, I'm always confused about what the exact definition of this word is, but does this qualify as a MacGuffin? Mm, No, a MacGuffin is like an object that has no other importance other than to drive the plot forward that kind of feels like what that like i feel like we only got the plot line about the theater so that later one of the characters can use this power this would be like a deus ex machina sure 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 this would be kind of your um, standard let me fire up tvtropes.org just a second. Uh, okay, clickety clackety. This would be called a stupid plot device. Okay, very good. Um, and then it, well, I, it bugs me that he lugs the projector home. Like, I feel like those things are heavy and he's just kind of like setting it gingerly on the table, which bugged yeah. me, which really teed me off. And Because you know what TV projectors are like. If we, <laughs> don't be mean, and then okay. uh, if if he burns down one warehouse and then nothing happens with mass hypnosis again, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. No, it yeah, it doesn't at all. Um. Okay. I guess that being said, like, would you rather that be the case, or we find out, say, in an episode or two, that Uh-oh. this has been done? On a mask. <laughs> like there was no squid. Everybody was just watching, you know. <laughs> I guess something, something like that. Like some like, yeah, some mass version of this being used. Um, oh, maybe that's what Elon Musk is going to do. <gasps> yeah, that's what I was saying. She's building the teleporters oh, and they're going to teleport in a strobe light. And then everybody's going to be like. Wait, why does she need to teleport it in? Carly. Yeah. Are you questioning my understanding of the Watchmen Limited Event <laughs> series brought to you by HBO no, 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 and no, DC no, no, Comics no, no. based on Watchmen, the graphic novel series? No, 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 no. Okay. I don't understand why anyone needs to do anything in the show at this point. I'm just <laughs> yeah. along for the ride. I do know that she needed to sign a waiver. <laughs> to get her stomach pumped. <laughs> yeah. Oh... Oh, maybe what? we're being dumb and the document was, like, something else. The document. No, she says explicitly, I need to get this signed. Oh, you're you're saying she was trying to trick her. Yeah. Knowing that she was in an altered uh, state of mind. Ooh. I think you're giving them too much credit on this one. Yeah, Carly. I feel like I've done this several times. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm always like, but what if it was stupid thing? And then three episodes <laughs> later, it's what I said it was. <laughs> Uh, did you see the next on Watchmen thing? No, of course not. It, it, I won't spoil anything. Okay. 
but Game Lord's in it, and it is amazing yes. what is Yay! happening with Game Lord. Oh, I'm so excited. You are Your jaw is going to drop when you see Game Lord in this next episode. Ooh. And it's got Crookshanks or whatever, and she's saying, the Game Lord. <laughs> so. Which is his title. Yes. He's the Lord yeah. of Games. Um, I feel like we really haven't talked about <laughs> this episode at all, but... Uh, it just kind of is what it is, you know? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> it's hard to talk about this episode. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on in it, I think. In a and good also, way, though. This one didn't feel as scattered. Oh, totally. Yeah, there's a through line here. Um, yeah, a very clear one, which is nice. It's uh, it's basically a, like a filmic representation of... So in Watchmen, the... Uh, book there uh after every issue or chapter there would be like this history thing written by this guy yeah this in fiction guy like i'm a guy in fiction who writes i think canonically he's also the creator of this television show that's happening uh which is cool but oh um, okay so you would get kind of this history and this just feels like one of those but they came up with a dumb plot device like a terribly dumb Again, she eats a bunch of pills that have memories in them. <laughs> she and overdoses. <laughs> they need to pump her stomach because it's full of pills that are made of the memories of her grandfather. Ah! And then she lives those memories. Yeah. In black and white. Yeah. And then when people from the present try to talk to her in her dreams, they are like sort of colored in sometimes because they're from the present. Would you take nostalgia if you had the Sucks. opportunity? <laughs> nostalgia. Well, Carly, you know I wouldn't yeah. because that was outlawed. You know what happened, as we all know. <laughs> the overdoses, the junkies. <laughs> yeah, it's really nice when someone is like clearly doing exposition, but they throw in a, as you know. <laughs> as we all know, uh... <laughs> It's like if you were in Illinois smoking your weed, and I was like, Carly, are you smoking marijuana? As we all know, marijuana is responsible for some of the best albums of all time. Very good, brother. Very good. Um, Including Mitski's discography. Of course. Um, So where do you... How do you... What's your... uh, What's... I feel like we're hedging here. What is this a good episode or not? Or lay yes. it on the table. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Give me your top three things that make this a good episode. Um, <clears throat> um I think the general plot that unfolds in the flashback is good up until the moment of uh mind control. I think that the uh, visuals of regina and her grandpa flipping back and forth are very cool and i think that uh resolving the judd storyline is good judd wait who's judd again (sighs) um i hate i don't want to keep harping on this but to my knowledge there's no okay so dr watch right yes is created through a freak experiment where he gets like 
blasted to smithereens in a gamma chamber or something stupid, right? <laughs> and that's like in the 60s, 50s, 60s. Okay. To my knowledge, prior to this, there was nothing supernatural or, you know, like not realistic, let's say, it, to a certain extent in the Watchmen fiction. So for there to just all of a sudden be mind control rays yeah, is freaking me out. And I feel like it's not going to be real or something. And I think, like, the... Just such a flaw in the seemingly very purposeful, like, not only does he kill all of these people, but he burns the whole thing down so that we're led to believe it doesn't exist anywhere else. Like, the entire thing either feels um, really purposeful and stupid or, like, extremely fishy. Yeah, I suspect that these these are, like, false memories or something. Oh, I like that idea. That would be interesting. And I also don't think you need that from a storytelling perspective to give this Reeves character another reason. Like, they keep talking like he's so angry. He has all this anger inside him. Um, and for the kind of the catalyst for all of this to finally explode to be magical film projectors that make people crazy it sucks to me. Uh, you You didn't need it. Especially when we are already playing with multiple other like science fiction e elements yeah but i it's I li- one too many things i like those at least one in the present as an extension of things that happened in the 80s i don't need that to extend extent backwards you know it just, yeah it does start to feel though like i it's hard for me to engage in a world where this is real, as is the portals, as sure. is a giant squid. Like, yes. it just starts to feel like I can't connect at all. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So you're saying you're okay with this film projector just because it's so crazy, everything else, that it just doesn't... No, I'm saying I don't like it at all. Oh, you just don't and like I think anything. It's... It's too... Well, it's starting to feel like too much. Like, I... And that might be, again, where, like, my taste comes back into this. I'm just not super into the idea of, like, a world that resembles something completely different than ours. Yeah. Um, And especially, I think, when we're supposed to believe it in some ways does resemble ours. Like, there's the same political issues happening as in our world. I don't know. It just... It's... I feel like I'm losing my grasp on it. Well, it's just, I think it's an extension of the problem I had in the first episode where it's just like, I guess we didn't know it at the time, but this uh, Jeb, Jeb, Jeb character, <laughs> uh, like we need to give every villain a reason to hate them. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, these guys are in the Ku Klux Klan and are terrible racist, but they're also manufacturing magic film projectors. Or right. like, he's also doing cocaine. And it's like, well... Great, but I, you don't need it. You, we don't need this like excuse to have them be villains. I don't yeah, know. it I... seems to go against what they're going for with the show in some way, and it's weird to me. Yeah, I think that's fair. I also, do you have any lingering doubt that Judd is bad? I feel like they it, there might still be a twist that he wasn't in fact bad and was like covering up something. I don't know. 
it's i i don't know it's hard to say but i think it's bad when he's like there's things going on you don't understand like that's been yeah, every that's single true. character yeah, in the that show sucks. in yeah. every single conversation it's like yeah we're not to that episode yet you don't know what's going on i guess or you can read it in the really villainy way of like this guy thinks he knows more than the yeah. old guy you sure. know which like is even grosser um I don't know. I guess I, I don't know if they're trying to make me feel like there's a chance he's still good or um, if this actually like pays off in any way. It, it feels like doubt is there on purpose, I guess. I just don't, I honestly don't care about that character at this point. Like, he, yeah, that se- that whole situation seems so far removed from where I thought the show was headed that it, that it's now going back to like season one plot points and being like, maybe there's more here. I'm like. I guess, but how are we gonna how are we yeah. gonna wrap all this up in three episodes with the big space clock and the like, what what's happening? Yeah, we also haven't seen Doctor Watch yet. I know. <laughs> My prediction did not come true. I know. I was thinking about that. That stinks. Mm. He'll show up. Yeah. He'll show up. <laughs> um, I guess I like this episode, but I feel like I'm at a worse place with the show right now because We've had two episodes that kind of end poorly and are setting things up that I'm not super interested in. Yeah. There was like momentum going on and then it's like, but here's two different side stories and let's see, let's really dig into the Watchmen universe. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, okay. I don't think world building is the place or is what we need uh, at this moment. Like, I think this episode was produced very well and it was very interesting and entertaining and affecting but in the grand scheme of the show i don't think it uh was uh useful yeah it executed super well in terms of um character development i guess for a character that maybe isn't as major as i would like um but yeah the like ongoing plot was kind of bad but the show can tell like a good superhero origin story we've yeah. learned so that's good yes we might get another one of those next episode based on the next <gasps> watchman is this a game lord spoiler nope i think uh we get the angela backstory next episode oh i'm excited for that yeah yeah Sh- sure <laughs> she's a character on this show yeah <laughs> Card, do you have notes? Um, let me open up my little cellular phone. If I'm eating dinner during this, I don't take notes, so I don't have any notes. Uh, <laughs> I had ramen with uh, jalapeno peppers and asparagus Ooh. and tofu. Well, that sounds delightful. It was very good. Hmm. Um, okay, let's see here. Um... Uh, in the first action scene, I really like, like, in the American story. Is that what it's called? American in... Horror Story. Okay. Season 7, Coven. Yeah. <laughs> um, I really like the swinging light. I think I, like, love that visual effect. Um, like a strobe light almost. Almost. Um, so that was cool. I and mean, again, I just think that was, like, well choreographed and... Uh, fun to watch. Um, 
yeah, a lot of this is like stuff I kind of already mentioned. Lots of racial violence. I hope it's not just a plot device. Um, Wee! <laughs> yeah. um, oh, I really liked uh, when he has just uh, been through said extreme racial violence of almost being hanged. I, I, I think the effect of like the camera being inside of the... Um, the uh-huh. sack that's put over his head is really yep. good yep. Um, and emphasizes that I think Angela's experiencing this in a really good way. I also really like the next scene where he's helping the people who are being mugged um, yep. and he like looks at the sack and he like pokes a hole in it. I thought that was really great. Yes. Also, I think one of the best parts of superhero stuff is like them figuring out their costumes. <laughs> I like that he's doing like a reverse Angela. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. With the eye makeup. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was really visually cool. Um, So that was good. Um, There's romaine lettuce, of course. Oh, yeah. Good call. I got my eyes on the lettuce. Good little pickup um, And that one was definitely romaine, whereas I don't believe that it, we've always seen romaine. Are you saying there's some um, iceberg slipping in here when the an iceberg like a uh, uh, oh gosh wow kale I should no it's like a some sort of like a spinach no you're killing me it's like a coleslaw I haven't been to the grocery store enough um iceberg. it's like a baby green of some oh, no I can't go I don't want to be shamed for not remembering my greens um, kohlrabi. <laughs> like a gem lettuce is that right a baby gem oh gosh who what? knows uh i don't know one type of lettuce taco lettuce <laughs> okay. i get it in the bag at the grocery store and i put it on my tacos it sucks so much yeah <laughs> <laughs> i think that's kind of it okay yeah, we went over a lot of this stuff i don't have any written down but i have some mind notes Ooh, okay um, I think the people putting the loser sign on their heads is really stupid as like a secret, but they are always doing it to each other in public. Yeah. And they're just like, hey, bud, I'll see you at the clan meeting. And then he puts like, <laughs> the symbol on his forehead and it's like, okay. Yeah. This really feels like they're going to pull the rug out and be like, no, no, this was real, Angela. He was, yeah. he was like, because uh, it's not memories, you know, they're not really what happened, you see. Or I guess another iteration of that could be um, everyone around her is trying to convince her that it wasn't real. Ooh. Even Angela, though that's so been. stupid. Film projectors, what are you talking about? No, it was real. Um, do you listen to The Caretaker? No. Okay. <laughs> are you sure? I feel like I've we've talked about The Caretaker. I mean, I may have. Okay. But not um, that I can recall. All of the music in this episode is just the caretaker because what the caretaker does is take old records and put reverb on them and slow them down um, a little bit. So it's always like this. Like yeah, I was wondering what you thought about the music. Song. It's fine. It's just like Bioshock soundtrack all over again. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Fallout and Bioshock have ruined old timey music for me because it's always like ironic, like wink. This song is cute and old, but you're shooting people, wink, and oh, I hate I that see. guy. Yeah. Sure, yeah. And that's what this was, basically, so. Yeah. 
It felt like, I don't know what else they would have done. I don't think Traticus would have. <laughs> I don't think that would have worked. Dude. Dude. <laughs> dude. What? There's a part. He's in the phone booth and he says something dramatic and it goes. It was perfect. <laughs> it was such a clean. Because it's like quiet and he's like, they're making film projectors. <laughs> it was awesome. That is awesome. Good, Good on job, Traticus. Traticus. Absolutely. Yeah. They, uh, all their music sounds exactly the same. <laughs> yeah, we've talked about this. I know, episode. but it's crazy. They yeah. have like three songs and they probably have like 40 hours of music released on Spotify, but it all sounds exactly the same. I think the social network stuff is better than any of the other stuff. Okay, but I was watching that Vietnam thing and I'm pretty sure they just had songs from that soundtrack in it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I can jam to any of their other stuff i can jam to the social network soundtrack okay because it does the exact same thing it always does where it goes there's some dancey stuff yes yeah like in the hall of the mountain king yeah do they help with that arrangement do you think i would hope so i wonder I mean, it's just that song again, isn't it? Except like tech. Yeah, but it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I wonder if they had, they influenced that part of it. Do you think they just wake up and then Traticus is like, I'll bang on the keyboard. Trent, <laughs> you make a loud, low droning noise. And they're like, yep, work's done for the day. I would love it if like they each complete their own parts in complete isolation of one another and then just like threw them together. <laughs> And it always comes out to be the exact same song, and they're like, yeah. "Crap!" <laughs> or like, I picture them forcing their spouses to like provide feedback. Yeah, yeah. Listen to this one, these. babe. Yeah, been working uh, on this all day. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> this is like when something dramatic happens, right? Like they're making these film projectors, and it's like. Bong. And in this world, the spouse is like an ACLU attorney or something. <laughs> like, it's a really important Just like job. head in hand, like, yup. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds really good, Trent. Oh, that's <laughs> Did you want your baba? <laughs> I'll go warm up your baba. <laughs> oh, Trent. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, Car, should we rank this? <laughs> I kind of went off the rails. <laughs> I'm tired. Yeah, me too. Let's, let's rank this puppy. Okay, what's it? can you remind me of our current ranking? Of course. First place, we have Horse Marching to the Sun. Episode 5 is in number 2 place. Episode 5 was <laughs> uh, Little Fear of Lightning. That's the actual title. Then in third place, we have Episode 4, which, as we all know, was She Got Killed by a Meteor. Then you had episode one, of course, in fourth place, which is, uh, oh, shoot. Summer ice. It's summer and the ice is gone. And then you had episode two. No, I'm sorry. Episode three. I completely <laughs> screwed all of this up. Oh, no. <laughs> episode three, episode five, episode four, episode one, episode two. Um, I don't know. Is best? <laughs> I love the conviction. Uh, <laughs> best? <laughs> I can't. T- I suck at this because I can't tell with recency bias, like if this is actually the best. But I think it might be. I want you to be on the Oscar board of voters, and then when Parasite oh, comes God. up, 
You're like, best? And they're like, no, oh, I won't oh, okay. allow you to subtly disparage Parasite. I would never disparage Sight. Uh, Very good. Uh, it's so stupid, though, some of the things. <laughs> yeah, but so is every freaking episode. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I kind of steamroll you on these, so if you want to put this at number one, I, 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 uh, I'll support it. I feel like I'm, like, hand-waving on this. Where's your ideal location? Um, either there or below episode three, I think. Yeah. God, episode three was really... Episode three was fun, whereas this one was not fun. But I think they're similar quality, honestly. I think we should celebrate this show. I guess what I'm worried about, here's my concern. Okay. The next three episodes are bad, and this episode ends up being the best episode, and I would feel (laughs) weird about that, I guess. Yeah, but you can't look into the future. Okay. Okay, let's put it at number one. Be present. Because then this creates this tension where one of these needs to be better than this episode. Yeah. (laughs) So episode six, um, look at that man there. Is in first place. And then episode three, episode five, episode four, episode one, and episode two. Woohoo! The last three episodes have gotten better as they go. Woo! (laughs) Oh, Carly. Now let's talk about Fiona Apple. Oh, I can't. I don't get it. Ugh. Um, put your dogs outside, first of all. Very good. Very, very good. Um, what is she so angry about? <laughs> there we go. Are we just going to run through the... <laughs> Maybe get someone else to sing next time? 